Welcome to the 17th of August, 2017 edition of Notable News, a succinct, less than 10-minute look at today's news topics for notable women, women that know they can be and do more. I'm Kristen Downs, host of the Notable Woman podcast and the Notable Woman Live. You can always check me out at thenotablewoman.com. I'm an NYC-based boss, creative, and mama bear with a hell-bent mission on empowering women. Let me begin with some hope. There was a beautiful gathering at the University of Virginia on Wednesday evening. If you'd like to see a tiki torch reversal, something lovely and hopeful, go watch some video of this beautiful vigil. Also, have you wondered why there are such beautiful and cinematic pictures and video from the UVA nighttime tiki torch neo-Nazi rally? Your nighttime photos don't look that good. Well, that's actually because Vice was there filming a documentary. And if you're wondering why I picked the phrase neo-Nazi for this rally, it's because of their chant, Jew will not replace us. Trump's double-down fallout continues. To recap, the president coined a new term, the alt-left, to describe the counter-protesters that met the neo-Nazis, white supremacists, and white nationalists at the Unite the Right rally and said both sides were bad. He did this during an infrastructure speech where he was not supposed to be taking any questions. I again highly recommend that you watch this speech because it's very different to watch than read. I found Trump's anger quite palpable in the speech and I quite frankly was afraid. Lindsey Graham, John McCain, Jeff Flake, John Kasich, Jeb Bush, and Marco Rubio all called the president out by name for his comments as did former CIA director John Brennan. In the no naming but still calling out camp resides Mitch McConnell, Paul Ryan, and my most recent surprise we tweet, Mitt Romney. Also, there's a great joint statement condemning white supremacy put out by Presidents George H.W. and W. Bush. Now, I was having a hard time yesterday tracking all the CEOs leaving Trump's business councils, and he must have been too because he called off the councils by tweet around midday on Wednesday. Just at the end of the day Wednesday night, it was revealed that the councils actually decided to close themselves on a conference call and not be closed by the president. For a president deemed to be the CEO president, this is a blow to the administration's agenda. I think it's also important to note that the White House put out a series of talking points conferring the president's comments that highly offended their pundits, with some Republicans even asking to be removed from the email lists. Shep Smith of Fox News spoke on air that they could not find a Republican representative to defend the president's comments on air. I also found a Fox News segment with opposing pundits to be very poignant. Republican political analysis Gianno Cadwell and Democratic political analysis Wendy Osfo both cry during this segment, and that made me cry too. It's a really powerful statement to see and hear Cadwell, who is a Trump supporter and a Republican, express his disappointment in the president's word. And I too think that this is a much watch, uh, particularly if you think that anything about this is partisan. It's really not. In other Charlottesville news, Baltimore took down all their Confederate statues overnight. They took down four in total, and they voted to do this Monday evening, and then took them down Tuesday evening. Obama's first tweet of three quoting Nelson Mandela after Charlottesville is now the most liked tweet of all time at over 3.3 million likes. 
The Southern Poverty Law Center has put out an article on why Black Lives Matter is not a hate group. To be classified as a hate group, the group's platform needs to include the complete repression of an entire group of people based on something that they're born with. This is true of groups like the Ku Klux Klan and Black Panthers. Black Lives Matter, on the other hand, strives to prevent black folks from being killed by police and welcomes whites and others at their marches and events. So therefore, they are not a hate group. Vice President Mike Pence came home from his international trip to South America, reportedly to attend a North Korea meeting at Camp David. Pence is doing this really interesting dance right now where he won't say anything to offend Trump, but also won't say anything to offend the masses. He's doing a lot of tamp dancing, and so far it has been successful, or at least as far as we can tell. As I reported earlier in the week, neo-Nazi website The Daily Stormer lost their host because of their absolutely horrific article about Heather Heyer, the woman who was murdered this past Saturday in Charlottesville. They have now found a host in Russia. And they also noted that Trump helped them get this host. Whether that's propaganda or true, it's pretty gross either way. Heather Heyer's memorial service was yesterday, and it was as gut-wrenching as you can imagine for an activist killed allegedly by a neo-Nazi. Susan Bro, Heyer's mother, said, They tried to kill my child to shut her up. Well, guess what? You just magnified her. A Ukrainian malware expert is being sought over the Russian hacking and might hold the mysterious key to the whole idea of whether or not there was collusion or not. This news was drowned out pretty early in the day, and also Robert Mueller's team lost a top investigator who's now going to work for the FBI's HR department. It's definitely weird, and it's the first visible hiccup in this investigation. On Wednesday, a post on March on Google's website said it was postponing this weekend's March, uh, supposed to happen in nine cities, due to, quote, incredible alt-left terrorist threats. In other weird news, Trump's attorney forwarded a weird email from conspiracy theorist Jerome Allman to conservative media and government officials that compared George Washington and Robert E. Lee and also claimed the Black Lives Matter movement was infiltrated with terrorists. The email was titled, quote, The Information That Validates President Trump on Charlottesville, unquote. Also, Steve Bannon, White House strategist, gave an interview last night that he didn't realize he was giving on a call that he himself had made to a reporter. For strange, still looking more into that. Now, white supremacist Richard Spencer was denied rental space at the University of Florida after being denied at Texas A&M earlier in the week as both cited safety concerns. And lastly, a lot of folks are angry at the ACLU for defending the alt-right's free speech rights. And to be honest, that's actually why I like them. They take your civil liberties very seriously, no matter who you are. In world news, new satellite images may give scientists a fresh clue as to the location of Malaysian Airlines 370, one of the world's most famous aviation mysteries. The images are from 2014, but they were only recently rediscovered and analyzed. 
NAFTA negotiations between Canada, Mexico, and the United States began yesterday. This is definitely something to watch for folks in Canada and Mexico based on how it's renegotiated, particularly when it comes to food. The United States wants Canada and Mexico to take more food exports from the United States, especially milk. A Swiss hotel has been accused of anti-Semitism this week after a manager posted signs instructing Jewish guests to shower before using the pool. The sign said, quote, To our Jewish guests, women, men, and children, please take a shower before you go swimming. One photograph sign said, If you break the rules, I'm going to be forced to close the swimming pool for you. Lebanon's parliament voted to repeal a clause that let rapists off the hook if they marry their victims, according to the country's official news agency, following similar laws annulled in Jordan and Tunisia in the past few weeks. And the death toll from a devastating mudslide on the outskirts of Sierra Leone's capital climbed Thursday to 331 as mourners prepared to lay their dead in a mass grave. Over 100 of those victims were children and 600 people are still missing. In today's Every Woman Needs a Hero, we're talking about World War I hero Flora Sanders. She started as a nurse before she became the only female British soldier to serve in World War I. In 1916, she was wounded in hand-to-hand -hand combat and eventually became a sergeant major and after the war, a captain. On this day in 2012, the members of Russian punk rock group Pussy Riot were convicted of hooliganism motivated by religious hatred and sentenced to two years in prison for staging a performance in Moscow's Cathedral of Christ the Savior. The group was protesting the church's support of Russian leader Vladimir Putin. And let me leave you with this Nelson Mandela quote that Obama shared after the Charlottesville attack. No one is born hating another person because of the color of his skin or his background or his religion. People must learn to hate, and if they can learn to hate, then they can be taught to love. For love comes more naturally to the human heart than its opposite. Have a notable day, my friends.